Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Wisconsin is home to 50 state parks, more than 40 historic landmarks, and of course, lots of good beer and cheese. With so many unexpected adventures and places to discover, why not plan your next vacation right here in our home state? We've teamed up with Travel Wisconsin to help you make it happen. Wandering Wisconsin is our monthly conversation where we bring you suggestions for great places to visit throughout the state. This month, we're looking ahead to the American Bergebiner, taking place in Hayward, Wisconsin in February. Ben Pop is the executive director of the race. The Berkey, of course, requires snow, so we'll hear first from Amanda Weibel, the communications officer for Travel Wisconsin, on the state's snow report. They both join Lake Effect's Becky Mortensen. Amanda, it's January, but at least here in Milwaukee, there's not much in the way of snow on the ground. What's the Wisconsin snow report looking like? Well, you are certainly not the only one dreaming about winter adventures, Becky. The Wisconsin Snow Report is the most popular resource on TravelWisconsin.com each year, but this year we have seen a huge increase in early season traffic. And if you haven't used the report before, it is an interactive map detailing snow conditions at downhill skiing and snowboard hills, cross-country skiing trails, and snowmobile trail networks. And it's powered by volunteer reporters from around the state. So while it might not look like winter in Milwaukee right now, there are plenty of destinations across Wisconsin that are adventure ready. In northern Wisconsin, you'll find a number of counties with snowmobile and cross-country ski trails reporting good to excellent conditions. And statewide, keep in mind that we've got ski and snowboard hills and some cross-country trails that are making their own snow. And when you click on a destination on the report, you can learn more details what trails are open and groomed, if a ski hill offers lessons or night skiing and much more. And you can also discover nearby lodging options, places to eat and other things to do to help round out that trip. Can you name a couple places uh, that you might recommend for people to get out and do some of that winter recreation right now? Absolutely. I mean, Wisconsin has more than 700 groomed cross-country ski trails to enjoy. So you can find them in our local and county state parks, plus nonprofit and privately operated trail networks. We have so many great options. Uh, To be a little more specific, uh, the Northern Highland American Legion State Forest is a really fun one. This is Wisconsin's largest state forest that's spread across Vilas, Oneida, and Iron Counties. And it has a really impressive network of 42 miles of groomed cross-country ski trails. Another great Northwoods option for cross-country skiing is the Monaco Winter Park. It has been a community fixture for more than four decades and really just has something for everyone. It has trails from beginners to experts, opportunities for snowshoeing, fat biking, and even skidoring with your dog. And of course, uh, the Berkey Trail is a world-class skiing destination. I am so glad we have Ben Pop here today who can speak much more to this. But we really are so fortunate to have both this trail network and all the amazing Berkey events right here in Wisconsin. My family and I really look forward to the Berkey Week every single year. My husband is getting ready to ski his ninth Berkebiner, and our son is going to ski his first Barna Berkey, which is the kids' event. And I will be ringing my cowbell on Main Street throughout all of it. I cannot wait. Yeah, so let's get into it, Ben. We're here to talk about the Berkey, which is coming up next month. So to start with, the origin story of the Berkey goes back to like the start of the 13th century. So what can you tell me about how the race began? Yeah, it really is a true story that is almost too amazing to believe. Back in 1206, 
The king of Norway was under attack, being besieged by the baglers of all folks. And they were going to come steal the prince because they decided they were going to take over the kingdom. And two brave warriors and a prince's mother, the three of them took the baby and skied to safety 55 kilometers over a mountain, later becoming one of the greatest dynasties in Norway as that prince became the king. And it's a true story. And that's literally how the Birkebeiner story began. And then in the 1900s, the Norway adopted a race uh, called the Birkebeiner as a way to pay homage to that. And then let's fast forward to how did it ever end up in Wisconsin? And a man by the name of Tony Wise, he was a World War II tank veteran, and he was uh, in northern part of France and then ended up in Scandinavia and happened to hear about this crazy event called the Birkebeiner. He was from Haywood, Wisconsin originally, and he really was fascinated with cross-country skiing. Then he learned of this unbelievable event called the Birkebeiner and thought, I need to bring that to my hometown in Hayward and Cable. So comes back to the States and he starts a resort called Telmark Resort in beautiful Cable, Wisconsin, and decides he needs to put on an event to get people to come. So he starts the very first Birkebeiner in 1973 with not thousands and thousands of people, but 35 brave souls stood on the start line in 1973. And that's how the Birkebeiner began. And I understand some of the traditions from that story you were telling uh, still show up in the Berkey we see here in Wisconsin today. So what can you tell me about that? Yeah, it really is an event steeped in history. You know, people come from every state in the country, from 25 plus countries around the world, and they really come for the history and traditions of what the American Berkebeiner is all about. Certainly an amazing community. People love coming to Northern Wisconsin. We're great hosts. We love hosting the world here, but really the traditions that happened all the way back in the early days are still happening now. So what does that mean? Uh, you're still going to ski 55 kilometers. You're going to start in Cable and go to Hayward and make this long pilgrimage through Hill and Dale. But we also pay homage to the prince um, and the mother and all what we call the Birkebeiners. They were called Birkebeiners because they actually wore birch bark on their legs to protect themselves from the sharp, crusty snow. And so these Birkebeiner warriors um, that saved the prince, we still have today folks that dress up, they put on costumes, and some of them even use handmade wooden skis um, and they start in Cable, Wisconsin, and they ski the entire course with a baby on their back. Well, not a real baby, of course, a, a, <laughs> a pretend baby. Although, believe it or not, one year we did actually have a mother. They skied the entire race, a real skiing family, and uh, they did make the entire race. However, normally it's just a baby on the back. They get down to Main Street. We do actually swap it out for a real baby, and they ski down through Main Street with literally 25 to 30,000 people cheering and excited. And it really is this recreation of what happened back in Norway and certainly typifies um, what the American Birkebeiner is all about. Wow, that sounds really neat. So Amanda was touching on a few of these things about what she's planning to do at the Berkey this year. So what can you tell for people who've never been there before? What what can people expect if they came out for a few days to, to see what this event is all about? It really is a celebration of being active outside in northern Wisconsin. There really is something for everybody, whether you want to come, as Amanda said, and ring your cowbell super loud and really cheer around the world or have a great northern Wisconsin broad or drink a beer. 
that's all part of this festivity. However, if you would like to participate, there is many different ways to get engaged. Everything from the Barkaburki, which is harnessing yourself to a dog and ski joring, and I mean ripping down the ski trail, to some of the youth events like the Barnaburki and Junior Berkey. I mean, envision nearly 1,500 kids on skis, shuffling their way through downtown Hayward. Really, I think what they're doing is trying to race for the cookies and uh, Swiss Miss hot cocoa, but you know, it's that's hard to say. Um, and then all the way to things like the giant ski, which is, could you imagine putting six people on one pair of skis? Super fun, a great time. The para Berkey is an event that's just unbelievable. Um, the sit skiers that are able to propel themselves and they're able to do an amazing job up and over the hills into downtown, super inspiring to watch watch them all the way then to the Prince Hogan, the Berkebiner, the American uh, Berkebiner Classic Race. There's about 13 different events throughout that week that people can participate in. And then outside of that, even things like expos, there's nearly 15 to 20,000 people that'll go through the expo and see almost a hundred different vendors, everything from clothing to ski wax to what's places to travel around the world and enjoy skiing. Again, something for everybody as you come to uh, the Berkebiner in Hayward. One thing that stood out to me was the fact that there is a skier who has participated in every American Birkenbeiner since the races start in 1973. What can you tell me about Ernie St. Germain? Uh, an absolute inspiration. It's unbelievable. You know, Ernie is a fellow that uh, he was not a skier. He's He does what we call many people, the, the cold turkey Berkey. They literally show up and ski one time a year. Well, back in 1972, Ernie's buddy said, hey, I heard about this race coming up. We should try it. And he's, ah, I'm a baseball player. He played baseball professionally, just an amazing athlete. Well, long story short, uh, we'll cut to the chase. He got talked into doing it. It was his second time on skis. They completed the race. He'll tell you, he said he'll never do it again. Um, well, lo and behold, he got talked into doing the second year. Well, now fast forward 50 years, um, and he's now done every American Berkebiner. Um, there's been some real challenges, both with weather and imagine your health. For 50 years in a row, um, you're able to come out and complete a race. Now, the Berkebiner did not happen in 2000 and 2017 due to lack of snow, but he's competed every one of them that we actually had in American Berkebiner. And here's a fellow that's 74 years old, and I tell you what, Every time you stand there, he is just an inspiration at looking at how do we get people outside active on skis. And he really inspires not only adults, but youth and everything in between. And Amanda, I'm going to come back to you for this. There are going to be a lot of people in the Hayward area for the Berkey. So where are some places people could check out to stay? Yes, Ben mentioned, you know, 25 to 30,000 spectators attend annually. So if you are looking to go, definitely start looking into your lodging now. The immediate Hayward area is totally booked up. Um, so you're definitely going to want to expand your search to those surrounding communities. Rice Lake is a great option for anyone coming from Milwaukee. Or if you want to head a little further north, you could look at Ashland or the Washburn area. Or maybe you're even just wanting to plan ahead for next year. It is time to, you know, to start thinking about your lodging for next year's Berkey too. But if you're just looking to plan a weekend, you want to go experience the Berkey trails outside of Berkey Week, and you're looking for a unique lodging experience in that Hayward area, 
book a room at the Lenroot Lodge. It's a 10-room hotel with really easy access to the area's extensive network of trails. And it is just a picturesque Northwoods accommodation. Um, it was actually built around a 1930s era schoolhouse, and some of the rooms still sit in the original schoolhouse. The rooms have heated floors and spiral staircases to a lofted sleeping area. So it's just a really fun way to experience the history and character of the area. There's a ton of stuff going on around the Berkabiner, but if people want to get out of the crowd, maybe find somewhere to eat or drink, what are a few places you could recommend? Definitely. And, you know, to me, great food goes hand in hand with any great outdoor recreation opportunity in Wisconsin. There's just something about spending time outside that makes that cup of hot chocolate or a warm meal taste even better. And another cool thing about the Berkey course is, you know, as Ben mentioned, all of the events, they end in downtown Hayward on Main Street. So that puts you close to all kinds of restaurants and bars and opportunities to kind of pop in, warm up, um, refuel, and still be right in the center of the excitement and energy of all the events. Uh, check out Coop's Pizza Parlor. It is just a few blocks off of Main Street. It's been a family favorite since 1979. Of course, their pizza is amazing. They also have great Italian favorites on the menu. Um, and another really fun option just outside of Hayward is the Sealy Sawmill Saloon. It is about the midway point of the Berkey Trail between Cable and Hayward. So it is a great location to stop at if you are following some skiers along the race. Um, it's actually attached to the Lenroot Lodge that I mentioned earlier. So it's a it's a great place, you know, grab a burger. They have an amazing fish fry on Fridays too. They've got great pizzas and they often have live music in the evening. So it's definitely a fun place to check out. Ben, why would you recommend to people they come and check out the Berkey this year? I, I had the fortune of growing up in northern Wisconsin and, and like Amanda have participated in the Berkey for years and years and years as a little kid all the way up to the time I left and um, came back to Wisconsin to work for the American Berkabiner thinking, gosh, I'm, I'm not going to get the opportunity to ski it any longer. You're working. And I tell you what. What is unbelievably inspiring is standing at the finish line and watching people of all ages, all abilities, people that are elite ski racers to somebody that has literally just stepped down skis for the very first time, come down that main street, the sense of accomplishment that the, that you see on their face. And to see that, the, all the work that you spend all year getting ready for, what that means to all the folks that are completing it, not only out on the ski trail, but those on the sidelines and volunteers cheering. It just really is an amazing feeling. And certainly uh, to watch that transpire minute after minute, nearly 60 finishers per minute at the height of the Berkey. That's how many people are funneling into downtown Hayward. It's just an unbelievable experience and so fun to be a part of and watch. Well, Ben and Amanda, thank you so much for joining us for Wandering Wisconsin. And uh, Ben, good luck with the uh, 2023 Berkefiner. Thank you. And if you ever want to come north, let us know. We'd love to have you. Ben Pop is the executive director of the American Berkebiner. Amanda Weibel is a communications officer for Travel Wisconsin. They both spoke with Lake Effects Becky Mortensen for our Wandering Wisconsin series. You can find past conversations about places to visit at wuwm.com. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lake effect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight podcast. 